0: Hello everyone, and thanks so much for joining us for this new episode of the Food Science Addict podcast. In this podcast, we aim at discovering food science topics for those of you who already know what food science is, and also for those of you who are not sure about it. Listen to us while we unravel the mystery and wonders of food science, from ingredients functionalities, to novel technologies, to novel foods, and much more. episode is sponsored by the Institute of Food Science and Technology, a professional membership body for those interested in food science technology. Stay till the end to find out more about IFST. Hello everyone and welcome back to this episode of the Food Science Addict Podcast. Today we have some really smart ladies. They are the winning team of the uh, Ecotrophilia UK leg and I just don't want to talk about them because I'm going to let them introduce themselves. So I want to start with Jessica Stinton. Hey I'm Jess Stinton and I have
1: just finished my undergrad degree in food science and nutrition at the University of Nottingham. Before that I took a gap year and worked for a social enterprise bakery in East London. So yeah, bringing all of that experience and good fun into eco
2: Isabel, easy, Parks. Hi, uh, I'm Isabel Parks. I've also just graduated from the University of Nottingham with a food science and nutrition degree. And I'm going to be starting a new job as an ice cream product developer with
0: Unilever. Amazing. And Jessica, Jessica Kerr. We have another, yeah, so we have three Jessicas, just uh, for for our audience to know.
2: <laughs> yeah, hi, I'm Jessica. And I've also just finished my undergrad degree in food science and nutrition at the
0: University of Nottingham. I need to ask you things about ice cream. I've been making ice cream last week with some of my students in the lab just for fun, but I know that maybe I'll take this offline. <laughs> Jessica Lim.
3: So, hi, I'm Jess Lim. I'm the third Jess of the group. Um, so, I've just finished my degree at the University of Nottingham in food science and nutrition, um, where I took a year out at PepsiCo International working on healthier products and I've just currently took a knowledge transfer partnership with Sheffield Hallam University
0: which I've just started working on healthier bakery products. Oh so many amazing experiences. Hannah,
4: Hi, uh, yes, finally, I'm Hannah Suddart, um, and I've also just fa- finally graduated from the University of Nottingham with a food science and nutrition degree. Um, on my placement year, I undertook a placement in sensory science um, at Shiverdon, which is a flavour house. And in the last week, I've just started a sensory panel leader role with MMR Research Worldwide. So, yeah, really bringing some sensory expertise to the group for our eco project.
0: Amazing. This is going to, I mean, you're so diversified. This is going to be really good once you go to Germany. Okay, but before saying too many things about ecotrophilia, is one of you, do you want to introduce a little bit what ecotrophilia is? Um, So
1: ecotrophilia is, well, in the UK at least, it's a joint competition run by Camden BRI and the Institute of Food Science and Technology, otherwise known as IFST. And it's basically a competition to find some eco-innovative products um, so it really challenges groups of students just like us from universities across the UK to develop products which are delicious, nutritious, sustainable, innovative and which ultimately at the end of the day are
0: consumer accepted and yeah. could be put on the shelf at some point in the future your product got to the to the podium so the first you actually won the ecotrophilia uk leg so do you want to introduce what your product is about i know i tried it i loved it i think it's the future but that's my (laughs) completely biased uh, opinion do you want to introduce your product and specify what is the innovation yeah so our product was an insect Based snack bite. So, we've
1: been really fortunate to be working with an industrial partner throughout this development process as part of one of our university modules as well. So, insects are consumed by a third of the global population, but I don't think they've really taken off in the UK. And we've spoken to so many people that have eaten an insect before but it's been all like crunchy and crispy and you can really see that it's a cricket or and that's really kind of turned people off so we wanted to create a snack bite which was in a really acceptable format um, which we chose as a kind of chicken nugget so quite a sausagey moist juicy center which in our product contains 41% mealworm protein and then that is coated in this lovely crispy blend of barbecue seasoning and gluten-free pea crumbs um, so the product is pretty much clean label, contains no gluten containing ingredients and has this delicious like multi-sensory experience of a crispy outer coating and then this juicy flavorful center. We were all really passionate about creating something that we could envisage ourselves eating, so chucking in our bags at the beginning of a busy day of lectures and using to sustain us throughout our day. And we're all active. So we'd all probably use it as a post-gym snack or just a little snack um, before an evening. And our product is really high in dietary fiber, high protein, But the real key, the real key innovation in this is that insect protein is so incredibly sustainable. It reduces land use, water use, energy use, produces far fewer greenhouse gases and carbon dioxide than traditional agriculture of plants and animals, but at the same time has the same, if not better nutritional profile than whey protein. Um, And all of that has been backed up in various kind of meta-analyses and studies and, clinical trials. So it's super exciting. And we're so thrilled that we've been able to create something that has all of those credentials, but that is getting really worried, concerned consumers to eat insects and actually really enjoy them
0: yeah this is very true it is true that as in the western countries we are less likely to to want to consume it if it looks like an insect we'll most likely accept it if it's in a powder form or in a flower form and of course if you didn't tell me uh, because I tried your product and if you didn't tell me that it was formulated with insects I would have never guessed because it actually tastes amazing so it is no it is no secret that I really enjoy your product and I think you did a really good Good job So when we like partnered with the Healy group
2: we didn't get given a brief like the rest of the groups at our university so we actually pitched to them three or four ideas so we had a few others that we trialed in Jess's kitchen and bought to the Healy group as mini products and some of them weren't as good as others we tried some uh, savory mochi which didn't really work in our favor, but I think it would have been a really good idea if we developed it a bit more. But we were kind of pitching our ideas and we could see the Healy group really interested. And we, as a group, were really interested when we were pitching it. And just at that point, it kind of clicked to us that that's what we wanted to use. It was going to be really good. Obviously, there was a few challenges with risk assessments and using the insect Protein, but I think we were also passionate at that point that,
0: we really want to use it. So that's good. So a strong agreement. Um, talking about yeah. challenges. Now participating to ecotrophilia, it's not, I mean, it's a high workload type of competition because while you're competing in ecotrophilia, you're also finishing. Most of you are in the final year, so you're writing dissertations, finishing with the exams. So it's quite a, a challenging moment. So what gave you the motivation in pursuing this? regardless of the high workload that you were having on that specific moment, why did you choose to participate to Ecotrophilia?
4: Yeah, I think obviously, as you said, there is quite a lot of workload and it does require a real sort of team effort um, and really good communication but actually it's such a rewarding process. Um, for us at the University of Nottingham, we had to produce a 10-page portfolio anyway. So realistically, we were only producing an additional 20 pages, uh, an additional 10 pages on top of the 10-page portfolio for our university. And actually, it really made us think not just about sort of the technical aspects and the science of our product, but also sort of the space we were launching it into in terms sort of the market, um, other competitors, sort of the commercial ability of our product. And I think actually Actually, taking part in ecotrophilia has given us more of a well-rounded experience of new product development rather than just taking it purely from a food science or food engineering perspective so yeah I think it's it is a lot of work but actually you get so much more out of it than Perhaps just taking part in an NPD module. So I think that yeah has really benefited us, you know, individually um, and also as a team.
0: Yeah, totally agree. And just out of uh, just to give information for those people who are listening to us, in order to participate to Ecotrophilia, which are the steps? What do you have to do? Yeah. So
4: essentially, the first step is an application process, which is a 20-page dossier that includes yeah all sorts of aspects of launching a new product. As I said, sort of competitor analysis, consumer testing, uh, risk assessments, HACCP analysis, microbial safety, processing ingredients, yeah the eco-credentials of the product, basically everything, you know, everything, uh, factory plan etc um, and then from there so I think that was the end of March and then we heard back mid-April as to whether or not you've been shortlisted um, to go to the final or whether or not unfortunately you haven't made it to the final and then from there to my recollection it was pretty much us just refining um, our dossier, well not necessarily the dossier but sort of using the dossier to create this presentation for the 12 industry dragons and refining our product so it was really ready for um, all the tastings at the event um, and then obviously yes the EcoTrufolio final in um, early June.
0: Well, thank you so much Hannah for all of this recap which is extremely important if someone doesn't want to read all of the the files and the instructions from the IFST website what are the, what I want to know is, okay, we said that it's a high workload, uh, quite challenging moment, really re- re- rewarding as well, but what are the the most difficult things that you had to face? So what was the most difficult thing in participating to ecotrophilia that had to do either with the competition itself or what was happening or all around it? I think...
2: One thing that was quite hard, like you said, we're all final years. So we had to balance our dissertation and this M.P.D. module with eCatrophilia and just life in general. Um, And sometimes it's quite a lot. And I think the great thing about eCatrophilia is you are a team. So we worked really well as a team. You have each other to bounce off. And we also have all done industrial placements. So we've kind of bought our expertise from our placements or previous work experience into the team and that did really help us to kind of drive and push and kind of think outside the box
0: so basically collaborating managing time together and making sure that each of you have their own uh, workload Hannah you want to add something
4: Yeah, so I think as well as the challenges we face sort of yeah with university personal life, etc. I think we also had challenges in terms of the product that are yeah unique to our product working with insect protein is obviously very novel and quite challenging and. I think there were points in the process that we just weren't quite happy with the product in terms of its texture and it's where do you go from from there and i think we really benefited from having an industry partner and i would recommend all students if their university doesn't provide them with one to seek one because it it really gave us the opportunity to bounce ideas off them and go okay so this hasn't quite worked do you have any suggestions moving forward and i think although yeah we did face you challenges with that product actually just having the support of an industry partner really helped to, to
0: sort of overcome that. So, yes, Hannah, that is a really good point to raise because uh, you don't have to do ecotrophilia alone. Ecotrophilia is a competition where you should network so you can seek help uh, outside from your colleagues, from your supervisors, from your peers, from people in industry. So it's absolutely good. And you need to take advantage of this situation. Jess, you want to add something yeah i think what you're saying about eco
1: being rewarding and challenging like it perfectly summarizes what hannah was just saying with from like a technical point of view from our product i think in in any new product development and we will have all experienced this in our placement years as well like it's such a cycle of trial and error but it's so rewarding when you overcome those challenges and i think particularly for this product it was um really rewarding to accumulate and then use all of the knowledge that we've gained over our degrees so um because our product is so like multifaceted um we really used something I think from every single year that we've had at university so going from like starch functionality for the nerds um, <laughs> going from which, starch which functionality. Like. Um, From, yeah, this whole starch module that we had in second year and like looking at how meat proteins work and then trying to transfer that into a novel source of protein and and having some similarities but lots of differences. And so trying to plug into a bit of emulsion science and and then looking on a really like sensory side, um, how we could test the sensory qualities using you know quality analysis like texture analysis and and moisture content analysis as well as more like qualitative measures so just testing it on our on our peers Um. so you really pull everything together which when that doesn't work it's really frustrating and really (laughs) challenging but when you find something and you just keep plugging away at it and trying something new it's so rewarding isn't it and and like and Hannah um, as Hannah was saying we really had time to refine things from our initial dossier in March to the finals in June and being able to like reduce our salt content and increase our fiber content like it's a constant ever-changing
0: development process but it's so rewarding so yeah I would encourage people to to give it a go So this is something interesting that you said, because actually you can keep modifying your product from uh, submitting the first dossier at the end of March to when you, if you're um, shortlisted, to when you actually have to present your product. So it's not like it is set in stone. You can keep developing it. Uh, So Mm -hmm. just for those who are Mm -hmm. listening to us. Speaking of um, having mentors or feedback from people from industries, you had to present your product in front of dragons. We call them like that, the experts in the jury, the experts in the food industry that have to score your product and then eventually gave you the award. Did, uh, have they been of any help? Did they give you, uh, did they give you interesting feedback that you can uh, take on to the final in, in the European final? Yeah we
2: actually got a whole list of feedback from them um, which was really great because we've had so many positives and so many easy improvements we can make to hopefully make our product even better and we had a few of the dragons also reach out and say if we need any help if we want to present our um, presentation to them beforehand they can give us more feedback and there was a few we had someone on packaging that said you could do this to improve it so they said they'd like specifically help with that part of the product so it's been a great experience kind of not just being able to develop a product but also network with all these amazing people with these backgrounds that
0: Jess you want to add something yeah I think completely agree with everything Izzy just said but
1: just as an encouragement for people that are thinking of ecotrophilia and maybe go through to the finals like all of the dragons were so lovely and I think all of us felt so encouraged when we first met them there's a kind of like showcasey bit at the beginning of the the day before you actually present to them Um, and they were just all so encouraging they'd all read our dossier and they all had really kind words to give about that and about our product and and even though we kind of became known as ah you're the insect group um everyone was so sweet and so encouraging and so willing to just chat to us um and that really boosted us i think so yeah on top of all of that great feedback and great expertise that as he's just mentioned like there was so much encouragement Um, just from them um yeah which is was really lovely
0: Thank you for mentioning that, because I was about to to ask you, like, uh, how are the dragons? Because they are extremely approachable. I mean, we always, most of of our students, but also me, when I was a student, I was extremely afraid of professionals in the food industry. So I thought that they were unapproachable and that I was so small compared to them, like, who is going to listen to me and answer my questions? But actually, they really want to talk to us and they are nerds like us basically and we ask people in the food field food science students food industry we love talking about what we do so it's just let's take advantage of this really friendly community because this is at least my experience i i never met someone i didn't enjoy talking to uh, when it's about food and science at least do each of you want to give a suggestion or an advice to students who are afraid of participating to ecotrophilia, either if it's because of uh, the fact that they don't feel like they're worthy, they don't feel like they can, they don't feel like uh, they have the time? Do you each of you want to give like um, uh, an advice, something, an encouragement?
1: Yeah, I think I would just say, um, just go for it. Like you, you can never fully know the impact that you might have on just writing our dossier and then through to like university showcase um and then to the final as well we've always had a bit of a, a concern or a doubt that oh maybe this is just a bit too unique maybe it's a bit strange and maybe the market isn't ready for insects just yet and um, but every time we've been really challenged by that and And we've really seen that people are ready to accept insects and like just to have more confidence in our product. And so I would say, yeah, go for it. Um, You will absolutely be able to manage the work. You have the help and support around you and within your team and just be confident in the product that you've got. Um, You are the one that needs to champion it. You know everything there is to know about it. So just go for it.
0: I know you want to add something.
1: I just wanted to add something on the back of the yeah, just
4: go for it because you really should. It's probably the only time within your career within the food industry that actually it's a safe environment. Yes. You're launching or you know, you're trialing launching an NPD project. But actually, if it goes horribly wrong, it was a great experience. There are no repercussions. Um and I think that really needs to be emphasized that yeah, although it's, you know, additional workload, actually it's a really good opportunity to have experience of NPD without, you know, repercussions. It's a really safe environment. Um, And then my other piece of, of, of advice would be to really choose a product that you're passionate about. I think, yeah, there were points within this process where we probably thought, oh, this is quite a lot of work. Um, We're struggling a little bit with morale, especially if we were having problems with the product itself. But actually we were really passionate, especially about its eco-credentials and how, yeah, we think this is really the way forward in terms of alternative protein sources. And if you find something that you're really passionate about, it just keeps you going. Um,
0: And I think that really helped us, yeah. That's really wise, Hannah, extremely wise. Thank you for mentioning that. Easy. Do you want to say something? I
2: think I'd say if if you're nervous about anything with presenting or bringing a product, you maybe haven't done a placement, so you've not really done NPD before, it's really not as scary as you think. My worst fear is presenting things. I hate it. I've done a year on placement. I've done three years at uni, and I still hate going into somewhere to present things. It just, I don't know why, but I get nervous. But it was the most calm experience I've ever had kind of on the back of what Jess and Hannah said, there's no repercussions from anything. The dragons are so friendly. And we also had our lecturer um, in the room with us. So it's kind of a friendly face at the back. Um, And you just kind of get all these exciting emotions kind of just build up and you just want to give it your all because there's the potential you could win or get placed. And you're so passionate about a product that, yeah it's just a really good experience and I think it's one of my favorite presentations I've ever done and it also kind of showed me that presenting isn't that bad and if you can do it in front of 12 people that are some of the top people in your industry and you have no idea who they are it kind of gives you that push that you can do anything so I think if you're a bit nervous about it it might give you a bit more confidence as well and yeah like Jess said just go for it it's one of the best experiences I've had
0: at uni. Oh, that's nice. I mean, getting out of the comfort zone. Eventually, we will have to. So it's really a good push and a good motivation. It makes you feel really powerful for anything that you do next because you survived. I mean, you survived. You thrive. Really. <laughs> Jessica Kerr, do you want to say something? Yeah, no.
2: On the back of that, like, I completely agree. Like, you've just got to go for it. Um, it's a really good opportunity to really, you know, have a new idea. No idea is silly. Um, Like really go for it and just really believe and have a passion for something and, you know, to show everybody else what that passion is and really be able to make an impact on other people. I think that for me was a great learning experience as well, like talking and exposing to the dragons. Yeah, it just gives you that great confidence boost and introduce new products. And it's just it's just great. And even to see everybody else's product and see what they've come up with. It's just a a great chance to meet new people, really network as well and show off a product that you're really proud of.
0: Absolutely, This is what I always say to all of my students who make it to the finals, just make friends, look around, ask names, try products, make friends, network. It's an an amazing, because basically you're going to be each other's colleagues in the future. So why not starting to get to know each other early, early on? Jessica Lim, I want to ask a question, which is also related to an advice, sorry, because it just popped in my head, because I want to know, do you need to be food science or nutrition students to participate to ecotrophilia?
3: No, and I actually think having a range of different experiences, maybe some business, marketing, food engineering is a great thing. Um, You don't go into the food industry and you're not surrounded by food scientists. And so having that experience and it is needed to launch products in every business, you need that array. So I think it's actually a great thing to have a variety of different subjects, not only first year, final years, first year, second years. I think everyone should get involved, no matter the subject, no matter the experience. I mean, we've all done placements, but I don't think that should stop anyone. Um, Different experiences are a great thing
0: yes yes because we give for granted that we should be all, all food science and nutrition students but we do definitely need someone from the business side i mean we we do not do a lot of uh, you know uh business analysis i mean we we can learn we know where to find information but of course it's it's easy if we know someone who has the background and nowhere know knows better where to find the info and how to talk about numbers and all of these aspects and maybe psychology when you talk about uh, sensory aspects as well uh, material scientists for packaging so it's really engineering um marketing, economics I mean yeah because it's basically uh, when you work in NPD it's not just the uh, practical like uh, most of you said it's not just the development the ingredients functionality is just the multidisciplinary so it's just reproducing that environment before do you want to add anything else before I let you go because I could talk about this forever but I know that I have to let you go at some point do you want to add anything else before i I I think everyone's really summed it up really you just you really need to go
4: for it it's such a safe environment Um, i think actually i mean we still had a few bits and pieces of university work to do um after the ecotrophilia finals and i think we were all on such a like a buzz and a high from the whole experience i don't think it really sunk in and actually i think it you know the final stretch just to finish you know our degrees i think it just we really finished on a high rather than it being I think for some people almost anticlimactic you know oh okay I've submitted my last piece of coursework and actually it was just yeah a brilliant way to finish the year really so that's yeah essentially all I have to add yeah
0: yeah, and then you're going to, to Germany in October. So it's not done yet. So another rush of adrenaline looking for waiting for you um in the fall. Um and I'll probably have a chat with you again just to touch base, how you're doing and everything, and just encourage you. As we said in Ecotrophilia, we need UK to get first at some point. <laughs> not not pushing you. <laughs> I'm joking. Anyway. I just want to thank you so much for the time and I hope that you are are you graduating soon, right? your your graduation is coming up soon. So I hope you uh, wishing you a happy graduation day and further preparation. So thank you so, so much uh, to all of you for joining this podcast episode. It was just a pleasure talking to you again. So just saying goodbye and hoping for the best wishing you Good luck for the Ecotrophilia PN final, and I hope that I'll be talking to you very soon.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having us. It's been a delight. Um, and yeah, hopefully speak to you after Germany. Yeah,
2: thank you. It's been great. Yeah, thank you. It's
3: been yeah, a really good experience. Thanks for having us all, and I uh, hope you enjoyed talking about our product, because we all certainly do.
0: Before finishing and saying goodbye to everyone, I'd like to thank the Institute of Food Science and Technology for sponsoring Food Science Addict podcast. The IFST is the UK's leading professional body for those involved in all aspects of food science and technology. The IFST provides a variety of benefits as part of their membership, including free knowledge resources, topical events and professional recognition. The IFSD members are just like you. They are studying or working in areas of the food sector, in industry, education, and governmental organizations. Find out more about IFSD and become a member today by heading to www.ifst.org. Thank you so much for joining us for this new episode of the Food Science Addict. If you have any questions or any doubts, do not hesitate and send an email to thefoodscienceaddict at outlook.com or send a DM to our Instagram at thefoodscienceaddict. Take care and goodbye.